When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia and with me is my co-host Lon. How's it going everybody? Hey Nadia. Hey Lon. Sometimes you come off a little harsh. <laughs> I'm only harsh because people keep sending you naked <laughs> pictures. <laughs> I don't think dick pics count, though. <laughs> oh, Yo, are we going to jump into that or are we going to save that one for the end? <laughs> no, let's jump into that. Let's speculate. Like, what is going on there? Because how do you ruin your own birthday treat to your husband? Only... Natalie can do that. She's super petty. Well, no. Okay. Here's the thing. It was a petty move to do it on his birthday, but Mm -hmm. I think she had every right to do it. So I I, I thought about this one. This was the scene that, that stuck with me the most. That's why I was wondering if you wanted to save it for last or whatever, but she has every fucking right, man. A friend, a friend is sending boob pics to his phone. So one, why do you still even fucking have it? Like why? How did this happen, first off? Did she catch him or did she go through his phone? You know what I mean? And, and if you got sent boob photos, wouldn't you just delete them? Or why do you still have them, Mike, if you still have all transpired for this conversation to, to lead up to where it is now, right? <laughs> With Mike leaving on his birthday. The more I thought about it, dude, let, let's say the roles were reversed. If a friend was sending coy dick pics and she's just like, he's, he's a friend, I'd be like, well, let me meet this friend of yours, <laughs> right? Like, well, and why is he sending my wife, you know what I mean? Yeah. Girlfriend, whatever, pictures of his dick. So like, I get it, right? And boobs are boobs. It's it's a weird societal thing because I think, you know, it's just the chest. And if anything, it's just a pocket of fat that anywhere else, we'd call it a pocket of fat. We'd be like, hey, you're fat. But like, because it's in a woman's chest area, all of a sudden it's very titillating, which it is, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, wow, we're going down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm fascinated by it too. You know, as much as I just, I'm all for hashtag free the nipple and all that stuff. Cause scientifically, biologically, that's all it is. And men have been showing off their boobs like <laughs> forever. So it's just weird that like, no, when it comes to women's things, it's like, no, we can't see that. But I think women also tend to agree that like, if I sent a picture of my chest to somebody like it wouldn't be a big deal but a woman sending a picture of their boobs to a dude like <laughs> especially to a married one so you know natalie has a point did she need to bring it up during his birthday <laughs> when nope. she bought his favorite sushi and busted out a bottle of champagne you know debatable but i think she's that petty to, to call him out like that to say hey like you know i caught you on the sofa of, of a friend and now you're getting boob pics from a friend. Who are these friends of yours? Right? So <laughs> so you just brought up the previous incident that she got really petty with, right? Right. So here's my speculation of what happened. I think someone sent Mike a picture of her in a provocative costume. Let's say swimsuit or bikini, you know, with the boobs out, with the girls out. Natalie saw it. The girls and out. Like, <laughs> and she's like, uh-uh, <laughs> no way, you're cheating on me. I just think that after what we've seen on the tell-all and after that confession from Sarah, I wouldn't put it past Natalie to over-escalate, is what mm. I'm saying. Right. I think she has every right to confront her husband for sure. But over what? Is it valid to confront him over an innocent photo, maybe? 
I'm just speculating here, but I think the fact that Mike got really offended and decided to leave her, knowing that she has to take a very expensive Uber back to Sequim mm. from Seattle, right? That's where they are, right? The, yeah. During that filming, right? That tells you that Mike just had enough and he's like, you know what? Go fend for yourself. Go pay for the right back. I'm not gonna stick around for your messiness or your, you know, your incessant <laughs> accusation of me and my circle of friends. I don't know. Maybe that's that's just me trying to put my mic head on. But you know what, Lon? Having said all that, I just think that it's not worth talking about them anymore because there are already a lot of reports out there of Natalie moving on. Like she's mm. not even hiding the fact that she's no longer with Mike. Mm -hmm. She already advertised herself to be on The Single Life, the upcoming the single, single Life. life. Yeah. So I think we know that either they're both frauding us or it's just a lost cause at this point. Like There's no need to debate about their relationship because it's over. It's over. Yeah. I just, I'm here for the pettiness though. So I like that. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'm here, yeah, for, that I'm here for that. So yeah. when I saw that and I'm, actually team natalie on that because for me he could have defended himself if koi was trying to pull some shit on me on camera and it wasn't my fault i would have defended myself on camera i'd be like whatever that was xyz and abc and blah 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 blah. but for him to just shut her down and go oh that's it i'm done like what are you afraid to talk about here what are you hiding from the public you know that natalie has a point that she got you and you'd rather not debated on camera because it's going to make you look bad so that's where my mind went right like you're afraid of looking bad right now so you're going to get up and you're going to end the conversation i think the producers were also trying to like hey let's talk about this and he's like nope 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 i'm going <laughs> but do you think he's sick and tired of i'm think he's fed up too to yeah like yeah he's, oh he's yeah definitely he was fed up he was fed up before he was fed up before this he didn't even want to get married we've we talked about this right like yeah so for him to start like dealing with this when he didn't even want to get married in the first fucking place he's like fuck yeah. i'm so done with you <laughs> yeah he's definitely over it shall we move on to kalani and asuelu yeah the freshman of my relationship <laughs> He meant refresh, right? He, I have he, no clue. That's why I wrote it down. I was going to ask you the about freshman. That. Yeah, I the think he meant of... refresh. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm always a fan of his use of English. His colorful English, right? <laughs> his very right. colorful English. I love it. But what do you think of Kalani not believing him? I almost felt like Kalani and Polini are ganging up against him. And for all you know, like Asuelu might be sincere this time around, but because the two of them are still doubting him, he's like two steps forward, three steps back, you know? Yeah, he has a lot to prove. You know, that was one of the first things I wrote down before Kalani said it. Mm -hmm. And what she said was he's done this thing where it's crying as a form of manipulation. So one, he has to prove himself anyway. Mm -hmm. And two, if he's done this whole crying bit before, then the best way to prove your sincerity is not to do it. Regardless if it's sincere this time that you're moved to tears, knowing that you have this pattern of, of using it to manipulate, like don't do that then because they will suspect it. At least I would have that foresight even if it was sincere to be like, all right, try not to cry because it'll make them not believe you because you have a, this pattern. Yeah. So I want to believe him. I think it's coming from a good place, but being that they are on camera and it also for me seemed force that he kept telling her, I hope you see it. I hope you see it. I hope you see this. Dude, you have to prove it. She'll see it by you proving it. That's how she'll see it. That's yeah. how she'll see that you mean what you're doing by action, right? Not by you saying, I want you to see that I'm genuine. You better see that I'm genuine. That's not how things work. You earn someone's trust after it's broken by doing. 
I think it was nice for him to bring that up. Oh, I wish you would, you'd have told me in advance so we could have prepared some food or had some sort of celebration. You know, I think that was definitely a step in the right direction. And I think the tears kind of ruined the moment. Mm. Yeah. Or made it less genuine. Right. Yeah. And you could see her face because at first she's bewildered. <laughs> like, why she's like, this is too good to be true. Crying. Yeah. It was a lot of emotions, I think. So I read it. I'm surprised. But like, wow, you are overacting. You're overselling this right now. Like the look of her face. Because I think if anyone saw somebody we loved crying, that's not our first reaction would be to, to be wide-eyed. right? Yeah. And go, or to doubt them, to doubt yeah. their tears. <laughs> right. We'd try to console them or comfort them or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, this for might me, be an I, overused I tactic. Yeah. So, you know, especially for, for manipulators and stuff like that, if they know that the, the person is especially empathetic, right? I think that's the right word. Yeah. Is an empath or whatever and feels that, uh, you know, that, that crying, um, crying to manipulate, not a, not a good look. What did you think about that? Kalani and Asuelu, they're just going to go around in circles for me. Like I'm not, I'm not looking forward to, I don't know. I'm just not intrigued by their storyline. I think the only thing I'm looking forward to, and this is kind of sad, is the fight that they're going to have with Kalani's in-laws, with Mm Asuelu's families. But other than that, I feel that Kalani's just hanging on to this marriage, even though she claims to be unhappy and she claims that Asuelu is not changing. So again, like either they're really frauding us or they're just going around in circles. And I think they're going through the motions. Yeah. Right at, at this point. Didn't Kalani <sighs> threaten to like go for a divorce as well, right? Divorce the is table. definitely on yeah. the table. So I think it's almost like this season they're kind of working. We talk about it. this a lot. They they fabricate things, right? right? They'll, oh, you know what? Let's have you guys look for a house and then throw your sister in the mix. <laughs> so yeah there's that too right yeah. like we're not happy but you know what we have fans maybe who would like to see certain things that are dramatic such as your side of the family being super drama yeah i mean uh, my relationship with my sister yeah i mean and, and where you fit in so things like that it's almost like they're taking the components, the successful mm-hmm. components that work and saying, all right, how do we wrap this into a pretty package for happily ever after? Kind of seems like that sometimes. I think this is a good segue to talk about Tiffany and Ronald because, <gasps> man. I think that shit's real. Really? You don't? Which part is real? The fact that Tiffany wants to divorce Ronald? I think Tiffany wants to divorce Ronald because she's over it. She's over him being, I hate to call it that, because maybe he has his own side of the story that we didn't see, but him being a deadbeat dad. And I know that, you know, they try to get into the money aspect of it about how the exchange rate sucks, you know, but come on, you couldn't break off a little bit of change, you know, yeah. something, something. And she has a good point. She's like, it's there. You, you blew three G's on, on your motorcycle. Was it three right. or 30? $3,000. Yeah. yeah. Like diapers couldn't figure in into that equation somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you have the money, right? Like it's there and you're not helping me out. And I think, did they fabricate that? You couldn't pay me to frame me as a deadbeat dad to my daughter. You couldn't pay me to do that. I'd be like, oh, so now the world is going to think that I'm a shitty dad and that my wife is basically living as a single parent and I don't give a shit about my daughter. You couldn't pay me enough to do that. I have standards. (laughs) I have a price tag and that's not it. Like, no. (laughs) So I don't know. I think it seems like they're having a genuine argument there. And money problems are actually a deal breaker for many. That's believable. That's a believable source of conflict for a lot of people. My issue with this couple is that, and I wrote this down, Tiffany found out two weeks after getting engaged that Ronald has, I would say had, okay, because he claims to be recovering, had a gambling addiction and criminal record. I wish that she had thought this through 
because if you're going to start a family with a guy who will have problems finding work, even in his own home country, I wouldn't like. Did you find out she was pregnant before or after she found out he had these issues? I forget. After. After. Yeah. She found out she was pregnant after. Yeah. She met Ronald, right? I think this is the chronology. She met Ronald, got engaged after two weeks of knowing him. And finds then, out about his criminal. And record. then find, found out about his gambling addiction and criminal record. And then, oops. And then, pregnant. oops. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like. She didn't want to be a single mom, the, though, I think, right? I, I get it, though. And I, I applaud Ronald for accepting her. And her plus one, right? I mean, her and, you know, her kid. <laughs> her plus one. But I feel like it's a series of bad decisions. And now we're just hearing her complain about it. And I mm-hmm. don't know if I even care enough to, like, follow this story. I get it. It might be genuine. Money problems are common problems. But mm-hmm. the fact that she went to the lawyer and she was like, I think I want to get a divorce. And then she let off all her vented she her bad, frustration yeah. <laughs> at him and he was like you know you don't really need me you need a therapist oh. <laughs> and I thought oh my god that's that reminds me of remember when Natalie and Big Mike were talking yeah. to the <laughs> right the immigration lawyer and she was like I can't advise you guys on what to do about your yeah. relationship Natalie just just opened the floor unloads yeah exactly loading. yeah so I don't know Bond. like I want to feel sorry for Tiffany but I get it she's all alone I can totally relate like being alone and you know supporting yourself and it's worse with two kids I, I get it and Ronald's not doing enough it seems right even though he he kind of claims that he is trying. Right. And yeah, fine. The currency thing might be a legitimate reason. And yeah, maybe he needs the bike for work. And that's why he puts <laughs> all his money towards. But yeah, I get it. He could do more. But then how about Tiffany asking for more? How about her telling him? Yes. Communicating. Yes. Opening yes. that t- communication channel with him and say, look, 100%. I'm doing all this. I need you to contribute. Give how much? Give. I don't care the amount. I get the currency exchange is bad, but give whatever you can. And that shows me that you care enough for our kids, for our daughter. 100% agree. Right? Because I feel like from the way she talks, it sounds like she's arbitrarily trying to like make him do things that he doesn't know he needs to do. He thinks that he's doing the best he could. We are not psychics. Right, exactly. But then she's like, <laughs> no, you got to read my mind and you right. send my daughter a pair of socks or whatever that she said, right? Oh, and, and by the way, I canceled the fucking plane right. ticket. Oh, and I was like, like, that's hella petty, they that's hella petty. You really care about your. You, you know, care about your kids. You would just yeah, seeing their take dad. Take it out, yeah, or yeah, you know, or especially the daughter. Bite I the know, bullet and just fucking fly there and reunite yeah. your family. Or he made a good point. Well, you couldn't just keep the tickets and then tell me to like chip in or yeah, you, like reimburse you, you, you later. Sold them. Like, yeah, that's she's like she's escalated. so black and white about it. She's like, no, I cancel it now. You have to. You buy have it. to buy and it. Like, yeah. Dude, why can't you just go along and like maybe <laughs> nag him about it afterwards? Yeah. Did you really have to cancel them? You could ask for the money. <laughs> exactly. What the hell, man? That was extreme. Yeah. Especially if he hasn't seen his daughter. And you, you're if you're talking about, oh, you know, it's sad that he doesn't get to see his daughter. Well, you're making it even more difficult yeah. <laughs> to see her now. It Also, on one hand, she says he's a good dad, but then... On the other hand, she tells us viewers that I wish Ronald would contribute more. I wish he would send money. I cannot be doing this all by myself. And I'm like, okay, so is he a good dad or not? Yeah. <laughs> like, he, maybe he's a good dad, but a sucky husband to you because he's not supporting your lifestyle right now. But to him, he's trying his best. But to you, it's not good enough. Well, you got to communicate that. Do some virtual marriage counseling or something. I don't know. But mm-hmm go to a lawyer's office and immediately put that out on the table and say, hey, I think I I, I want a divorce. And like, it, it didn't take a, a rocket surgeon to like 
figure out that they have marriage problem that can be resolved by just talking to each other, you know? Yeah. Anyway, that's my spiel on Tiffany That's the Ronald. whole, yeah. And again, communication is key, right? Like you yeah. could have brought this up to him. <laughs> you could have brought this up to him and um, I would have, but yeah. Series of bad decisions. That's That's my summary right there. Shall we switch gears to Brendan and Julia? <laughs> I laugh because I don't know why Julia is jealous of Brendan looking at the waitress's body or something. <laughs> like, girl, no one's going to steal your man. Seriously. That's crony yeah. guy who lives in the farm. Yeah, no. Right. And she tried to say, well, I trust him. I just don't trust women. You know what I mean? I get it. Then why are you regulating why he's looking then? Do you know what I mean? So that was like... Uh, why didn't you stop her? Contradicting. <laughs> right. That was contradictory. I was like, okay, well, you're you're the one saying that, hey, what, what, what are you looking at? You know, but then you're saying, you're telling us, oh, well, I trust Brandon. I just don't trust other girls. You know, that's my man. And okay, then why were you regulating <laughs> what he was looking at then? Yeah. So uh, I wrote down too that Julia was um, was jealous. I think that's common. I don't know if they're going to play that up, but... I think they will. Um, yeah, that, that might be some kind yeah. of, you know, point of contention right. later down the line that yeah. he has jealousy issues or something like that. But, you know, um, again, like you said, no one's checking out Brandon, at least not what we know of. He's an Instagram husband too, right? I think everybody sees that. He's an Instagram husband. He's the one yeah. behind the camera. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she's just all jumping in the pool and yeah, coming She's just out posing. Just like, right, right. <laughs> He's the cameraman. Yeah. So for me, the scene that got to me was, and I think also people are in agreement that Brandon, you can be realistic and still be supportive. You can still say, oh, well, you know, did you actually look into this and to see what it takes? I believe in you. You know, I think you can still do it. Instead of saying, well, you know, um, have you heard your English? Like, come on, man. Like, what are you talking about? And I think that's what really hit a nerve with her. Oh, you're automatically going to think that I'm going to fail at this or whatever. And I think he doesn't understand that immigrants have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. That we have our accents and we don't all speak perfect English, but we make it. You know, there, there are successful immigrants out there who still have these accents and don't speak 100% perfect English and they're thriving. Yeah. You know I mean, so go check out House of Hoes on HBO Max. You, House you know of Hoes. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, Vietnamese American family who's like the dad, like his English is, you know, not quite there, but very successful. Seems right. to be mega rich, living in yeah. Houston, uh, has an empire of, you know, financial investment empire. So yeah, immigrants get shit done, yo. Like it doesn't matter whether you speak good English or not. Right. She's not like immigrant, like person of color immigrant. Right. Right. So she has a leg up. Like there are Italians that have Italian accents and Germans with German accents thriving in America too. So it's not like she's going to be looked down upon like immigrants who are also people of color are. Yeah, I mean? Like they're not, she's not going to be asked to like, learn English and go back to your fucking country. You know what I mean? The, the kind of stuff that like, say, Mexican people face, do you know right. what I mean? Or other immigrants of color face. Right. So like, she actually has an advantage, right? That's true. She has, she has that kind of privilege. And I'm, I'm sorry, I cut you off. What were you about to say? Not no, I, I took offense when Brandon said, <laughs> don't be destroying people's wedding. It's their special day. And I'm yeah. like, dude, that's, that hurt. Uh, yeah, that dude, hurt. that's messed up, dude. And then he went on to say like, you know, if they need you to speak fluent English. And I'm like, first of all, if she wants to be a designer, she doesn't have to be like front facing, right? Like yeah. she can be the one like designing people's weddings. She might be doing the, the behind the scenes stuff and right. have some faith. Like, Brendan, right. have some faith in your yeah. wife. Uh, even though I, I hate to say this, but every time she talks, I kind of cringe because, like, I'm always correcting her grammar. But mm. that's just me. I am I have OCD like that. So when her talk like that, her, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, him. I get very... The, ah. the hymns and hers. Yeah. 
That endear to me. I find that endearing, though. I it endears. It's cute. Endears her to me, right? Yeah, it's cute. But the other thing I took offense is when Julia is trying to explain herself, and Brandon just kept sidestepping and kept asking her about the food, and I'm like, "Bro, she's trying to be serious here. Don't cut her off. Don't like minimize this. Don't don't try to minimize her or trivialize what she's feeling by." Trying to change the subject. That's right. hella rude. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. By the way, where, just, where were they? They were at Vegas and Vegas. I was actually yelping the restaurant that they went to, actually. <laughs> You're a step ahead. <laughs> I, yeah, I was totally like, you know, being all stockish and stuff. Like, I saw the menu, and that's when I was like, oh, how is this place rated? And apparently, they have very exotic takes on Japanese food. Oh yeah, where was it? Yeah, because I was checking out what that restaurant was like, and yeah, it is kind of fancy. <laughs> I'll let you know later. So yeah, that was that was the only thing about Brandon and Julia that I wanted to talk about. Is that comment? yeah, same, same. Yeah, Jing. It's called Jing. Jing. Yeah. Is that in one? Is that one of the hotel restaurants, or is it a restaurant restaurant? I think it's a restaurant restaurant. Mm. Yeah. Oh no, free plug for Jin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about that Andre and uh, Libby? I I forgot how much I didn't like her brother. And then Charlie? as soon as uh, Charlie and then as soon as he got into the scene and, and opened his mouth, I was like, okay, yeah, now now we're back. Now we're back to hating this guy. I cannot stand this guy. Oh my gosh, I can't stand this guy. You know, Andre isn't perfect, but for him to have the nerve to be like, he needs to apologize to us for what happened. What? You mean when you tried to fuck up his wedding? You know what I mean? When you caused the scene on the microphone at his wedding? You know what I mean? Like he needs to apologize for that? Like, what are we talking about here? So I don't know what he tells himself what he tells himself in order to justify misconstruing what happened (laughs) when they were at the wedding. So, and then to be shitty to his sister and then just the ego behind everything he was saying and, and the audacity of the the things he was saying was just like, I cannot stand this guy between Andre and Charlie. I'm team Andre and Andre is in, again, he's not perfect, but if they were ever to get into a fist fight, I'm rooting for Andre. <laughs> yeah, Andre is an ex-police officer, isn't yes. he? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You better remember those training because he might need to restrain yeah. him, Charlie. And again, even if he wouldn't have won the fight, I'm rooting for him to win that fight. I would be like, kick that guy's ass, dude. <laughs> I do not like Charlie at all. But what, what spoke to me about this, or not really spoke to me, but what touched me about this scene was we said this before Liz uh, Libby she is super ride or die and I like that about her you know what I mean that's what I think like loyalty looks like to get behind your man right like I'm not gonna fucking sit here while you talk shit about my husband you know and she fucking left I'm like yo I mean that's her family right and I get it I don't think I would talk to my family that way but at the same time there's something to really like be said about someone who's that fucking loyal, you know? And I, I dug that. I was like, man, you know, y'all get you somebody (laughs) like Elizabeth (laughs) y'all. Yeah. That she's definitely a keeper, you know, and she'll fucking fight for her man. And that's very commendable. Mm -hmm. And I, I liked also how she checked her dad. That was where it really started. When the dad, one, it was a business meeting. So she pointed that out and she's like, dude, this is fucking unprofessional. Like she probably didn't drop all the F-bombs I am, but like, she's like, dude, can you stop mocking his accent? What are you doing? And in a real business meeting, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't be like, start mocking your clients, right? Or whatever, right? So for her, her to call out her dad on being a fucking buffoon was already, I was like, points, right? She's over here getting points. And then for her to be like, Y'all ain't going to talk about my husband like that. Fuck that. I'm not going to sit here while y'all trash my husband. And then she left. I was like, "Mm, this girl. (laughs) Yeah, I have to agree with you there. 
kudos to her for standing up to her family when they were acting a fool and they were trying to like insult Andre. It was also on my notes. That's why I was like, yeah, I mean, it's good of her to call out her dad for doing a poor impersonation of her husband and kind of like derailing the whole purpose of this business meeting, right? Over sushi. Yeah. By the way, last night's episode was brought to you by sushi. Did you actually realize that? Everyone's eating sushi. Everyone's eating sushi. <laughs> I wonder if it really was, though. I wonder if it really was. I don't know. What, real sushi? Like, I think it was supermarket sushi. Catered, or, catered or something. Maybe they have the caterer. Probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's like, oh, it's his favorite sushi. No, it's not. You know, production has a vendor that they go to and it's, hey, sushi today. <laughs> like, yeah, Here's probably. some to-go boxes. Hey, we only have sushi budget. Okay, a sushi budget, anything, right, right, right. It's a sushi budget. <laughs> I just don't like when Charlie, once again, looked down on Andre's home country, calls it what, poor communist country or something? Is that That's what he said? He said Andre coming from a poor communist country. And I'm like, dude, that's like spoken like a true right winger, you know? He sounded like Like that. trying to like, oh, he's got a pull himself up with a bootstrap boost. yeah 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 that himself, work twice as hard he got called out for that too yeah livy said andre is trying he works harder than anybody in there or something like that like i forgot how she phrased it but she said that he, he works harder than anybody in that room ever has or something like that i was like right. yeah <laughs> but again yeah. like i i want to be objective here right i can see why they're not happy about this totally ask right because here's andre this loud mouth not just loud mouth like he runs his mouth off right he's a motor mouth i guess you can call it who not only asked chuck to pay for his second wedding mm-hmm. now he's asking for a hundred thousand dollar loan and he refuses right. to work with any of them right so i can see why people are kicking this big fuss up because of this i totally understand so i can see both sides but dude this family's trash man i'm not sure if you've done any research on their business they have one hell of a shady ass business really didn't they get arrested wasn't there something they all have criminal records criminal records (laughs) but not because of their business this is like past lives i think chuck got arrested because of unpaid child support and then Jen got arrested for either DUI or it was it Jen or the other one, Becky, got arrested for driving with a revoked license or a suspended license or something. And Charlie had a DUI. So it's like they all have mugshots out there. So you, spill, the tea, spill the tea on the business, though. You're going to get into something about the shady business? What's right. going on? So from my understanding, I wish I had more time to do research, but... I mean, seriously, this family is not with it. Their <laughs> business revolves around conning people to rent from them only to have them move out because that property wasn't theirs to begin with. <gasps> so they're like sort of like a pseudo broker. And I read that people were saying they own mobile homes. So they give out mobile home loans. So here's the thing. The business is registered under their brother called Daniel. So there's mm-hmm. another sibling called Daniel Podhas. Mm-hmm. And he's, I don't think he's part of the show. And I think rightfully so, because this guy is probably the scammer <laughs> or the face <laughs> of it. Right? Yeah. So he doesn't dare show his face on national TV. Yeah. So Daniel would tell people that, hey, you can pay your rent whenever. And then Chuck would come in and say, no, there's late fees. There's these fees. There's that fees. So they're the kind of family oh, that does no. this as business practices. And if you go on Yelp, there are people that have reviewed their business and how they've conducted themselves as landlords or whatever have you, if they can call themselves that. It seems that they trick people to rent from them, even though the land is foreclosed or the house is foreclosed or about to be sold and make people move out sporadically. So their business, I think, in a nutshell, is about short-term rental, where they wow. game the system, but not yeah. really owning the property, but rather hanging on to it and renting it out on short-term leases. How does TLC allow them to continue 
being part of the cast. Because it's not about them. It's about Libby and Andre. And Libby doesn't have a criminal record, if I'm not wrong. And yeah, I think that's how they managed to get casted. But it's the family that's hella shady. They're shady. Yeah, that's yeah. that's great. L- Libby is the best one. Libby's the of favorite. all of them, yeah. Yeah, it's his favorite. You can tell, right? Yeah. Libby just cries and she gets a second wedding. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> she's yeah, cool, I, though. I mean, she's... I she's think, not like her family members. Or maybe yes, she is, and yes. I just don't know. So <laughs> what I don't like about Libby, even though I agree with you that she's a ride or die, is that she's also an enabler. Like she mm. enables Andre to push his weight around. Yes. Know? And and she supports him on that. She doesn't like check him. She tries to, but he's so domineering she's trying to explain to him that she had a tough night with her family and when she's about to like tear up he's like no no no, stop crying it's not about you it's about us blah 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 and i'm like come on man this give guy, her a break yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking jerk move man that's like yeah. brendan saying like but what about your english do you think you can get yeah. a job with your english like come on man people say the meanest stuff here the guys on this show are Class act, right? Class act, <laughs> yeah. Total winners, these guys. <laughs> They're Better like school on more. Sunday, actually. So, anyway. All right, who else do we have here? Are we missing anyone? I know I'm saving I the think, best for the last. I, th- I thought that was it. No, man. Oh, Angela. We got to talk about Angie. Angela, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote Angela and Michael, but this is the Angela show. This is truly the Angela show. This is this is the Angela show. So uh, it's hard to tell what's real with this. It's, it's difficult for me because I want to believe the doctor thing is, I think Angela would. I think Angela totally would hit on anyone. I think she would. But I also am looking at it now from a lens of fabrication, right? Like I'm all for, you know, showing up to the workplace and cultural like garments and things like that. But I almost felt like that this episode, they were kind of playing up his, his, his culture to maybe have us make this connection that this would attract Angela even more, right? Rather than just him being an attractive doctor. And don't get me wrong, maybe this is what he does. But because of my doubts about this show, it just seemed like they were playing that up by him, you know, wearing what he was wearing and coming in a mask. Very thematic, right? (laughs) Of his culture. And then for her to flip out about it, it doesn't take that much for He's a good looking guy. Let's start there first. But you don't need all that for Angela to like react. And if this is him every day, then that's cool too. But it it just makes me wonder, you know, how sincere the show is about portraying the doctor as a character and as a um, cultural figure or person of color, immigrant, whatever have you from another country to play it up like that. And anyways, it was very entertaining television. I still cringe during her scenes, but they're very entertaining scenes. I laugh with her. (laughs) Her scenes were the best, I thought, right? When the doctor is examining, what do you call them? Her girls (laughs) or whatever. And she's like, aren't aren't they pretty though? Aren't they pretty? (laughs) And then she does her little cackle. I'm like, People call it the cancer cackle. Yeah. She's like, oh, yes, they're uh, they're beautiful. (laughs) I'm like, oh, Angela. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm entertained. I haven't been on the internets to see the internet's reaction yet about the scenes, but I'm entertained. And as much as as I don't like how she treats Michael at times, and as much as I find maybe her actions repulsive and like, ooh, why would you even? This episode I thought was fun. She was having a lot of fun. She was laughing. And I like this Angela. She better not get on Michael, though, for flirting because she's definitely flirting with this doctor. So don't give me that bullshit, Angela. If Michael ever starts tripping, you know, like you better give him that pass because you are doing it. You are outright flirting on national television, on camera. And not even subtly about it. (laughs) And especially while somebody is examining your parts, right? (laughs) So don't give me that shit, Angela. (laughs) 
the reason why I left this till the end is because I have a long tirade about this. I'm glad that you see it from a another angle because I was totally let's hear it offended and <laughs> uncomfortable watching her. I get it; it's entertaining. I mm. can see that. I like that she has all these one-liners, right? Like you know, can't spell Angela without LA or like I need my cokes and smokes. You know, cokes, yeah, coke and smokes. I'm like, what kind of coke are we talking about here? That on TV. <laughs> Exactly, and I'm not sure if people actually grasp what was being captured on TV. There,、mm. this is a classic case of sexual harassment,、mm. fetishization. Yes, captured on camera, being broadcast on a popular TV show, and make no mistake, that is sexual harassment, is. ladies and gentlemen. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, as much as we are all entertained. Let's be real. That this is a power play by someone from. I'm sorry to say this, but someone from a majority ethnic race who can say all those things and get away with it, and we、mm-hmm. all find it funny. If the tables were turned, if that was a black guy saying that to a female doctor, uh-uh, that would be a、But、ton of complaint.、Fly. That shit will not fly at all.、Yeah. But because it's Angela, and I've actually done my exploration on the internet to gather what people have thought about it, there are people who think that oh, you know, Angela is from that generation that thinks that men cannot be harassed. Uh 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 uh. I'm all for equality there. That if you're all about you know women should report more harassment at their workplace, yeah, men should too. That is a classic case. What we witnessed last night was Angela、mm-hmm. making a move on her own doctor, making him uncomfortable, having him have to dance around the whole situation. Yes, yes. With all the sexual innuendos, right? Telling him, "Oh, you smell good." Thinking, oh, "Oh, I wonder if he's married." Even to the point of stereotyping him and saying, "Oh, you reminds me of my husband." Right when、yeah. she told the camera, like, "What is the universe trying to tell me if my doctor is, looks like Michael?" And I'm like,、oh, "Why are you trying to say here that everyone look alike?" Oh, right, you know what I mean? Right, Especially right. you know that race, right? And, or, or even saying like, "Oh, you can't be my doctor. You're too good looking." Like, what's she trying to say? I feel like everything she said, even though it's entertaining one, it's hella offensive, problematic. It's problematic. Right, right, right. And we as viewers have given Angela a pass so many、right. times, so many. Times. Man, I feel so called out. <laughs> that's no, good. no, I, that's good. That's good. That's good. We see things from different angles here because while you're seeing it from the surface level, like I'm just digging into Angela and like what she's being able to get away with, and all of us have enabled that. You know, we are、right. all complicit by not. Basically, lodging a complaint against her, calling、mm. her out. Yes,、it. calling her out, and there、yeah. there are people who defend her, which blows my mind.、Right. You know, it's a power play. I I can't describe this whole dynamic really well, but basically, like you know, she's a white woman making moves on someone of you know minority race. She's trying to tell him like, "Hey, my boobs pretty, isn't it? You're gonna、right. remember them." Or she say things like it takes two hands to hold a wafer or something, a wafer or whatever, and she says like, oh, like you're making me blush. I'm gonna wear my shades and like I'm sweating because I'm nervous. It's like, dude, you're making that entire interaction hostile for him and、right. unpleasant for us to watch. This <laughs> is this is the perfect about- example of privilege、right. and how it's used and how. Blind, even me. I think you know. I'll admit, you know, even myself watching it as a form of entertainment and consuming it, and kind of forgetting about that and not really putting myself with that lens on, of the the kind of privilege that we afford people when it comes to this. And 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 you you phrased it so perfectly when you said if these roles were reversed and had it been him saying those things to her, it would have been a shitstorm. There it is.、Oh, yeah. Completely, fucking, the world <laughs> flipped upside down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's why, like, my、Good、biggest、point. problem here、Good、is、point. Angela getting away with that once again,、mm-hmm. and also the double standards that she afford herself, but not to Michael. Right? 
like this was Michael being filmed, being checked by a woman, and he's, you know, maybe complimenting her or saying stuff like what she's saying about herself. I bet you Angela would flip the fuck out and yeah, probably totally. even threaten divorce or something, or even divorce him. You know, Michael can even have female friends. He can even hang out with his male friends. Yeah. So it's like this double standards. It's a no bueno for me. Oh man. Good There's call. so many things to call out with Angela. Good call. No, that's good. That's good. It's not just the fact that she wants to look good for herself and she's doing all this for herself. I, I get it. I'm all for improving your, your looks, your body, improving your health. But like, what about looking for a surrogate? If you know that's what Michael wants, like Michael mm-hmm. wants a kid, right? Like, why don't you use your money? And pay a fucking surrogate to have a baby. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, why are you using this money? And anyway, whatever. Like, I don't want to digress too much. <laughs> But seriously, though, shout out to Dr. Obeng. He's the same doctor who helped that chick remove the gorilla glue from her head. What? He's that one doctor. For those who missed out on her. that, can you elaborate? Because I know not many people. I mean, it went viral. So it I went know, viral. So you know, I think some sometimes. Was it late last year alone? I think it was like sometime last year, basically during the pandemic, this chick was, and her name was Tessica. It's like Jessica, but it's Tessica, I think. But anyway, I could be wrong. She wanted to do something with her hair and she, mm-hmm. she thought she could use uh, Gorilla Glue. And okay, I get it. Some people may think, wow, how could you be that Foolish, right? I'm people trying to are. People, <laughs> people have made are. mistakes. Yeah, people are and people mistakes have made mistakes. were made. <laughs> yeah. Huge blunders were made. So no one came to her rescue, unfortunately, until Dr. Obeng reached out to her and offered to do that removal surgery for her. That is uh, a fun fact. Wow. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Dr. Obeng. Glad that he's representing Ghana to the fullest <laughs> With the mask. Gotta represent. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe I should also Google map. Like, is Ghana next to Nigeria? Because I want to say, like, Angela is just pushing it, man. <laughs> I, I don't trust her at this point. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I have to say, Lon, I mean, in spite of everything I said just now, I was entertained. I just didn't like how it made me feel. It was very uncomfortable. And You know, many of my fiancé agreed that it's sexual harassment. We're watching sexual harassment being played out. Right. Companies can use that as a training video. Yeah. <laughs> so, the HR example. Can... Exactly, right? <laughs> This is what you should not do with your doctor. <laughs> But yeah, like you said, this is an example of privilege, you know, and also the fact that we've let her get away with this. There are a lot of people who also said being from Atlanta, being a Southern Belle, that's not how you behave. And I get it. Angela is very chatty when she's nervous. You know, remember the last time she went for her vaginal examination, she was just mm-hmm. like yakking away. Good, stop talking. Right. Yeah. So I get it. That's her way of maybe disarming people or trying to like make the whole scene less tense. That's but... how her anxiety manifests right. in her like. Yeah, talk. But that's not that's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. Like I yeah. need it. And by the way, Ghana is not next to Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> There's a well, it's separated by another state in Africa called Benin. So it's close. It's just they're not exactly like side by side neighbors, but Ghana is, you know, separated by like I said Benin from Nigeria. So and Dr. Another Obeng fun is fact. married. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Obeng's wife is hot, y'all. So Yeah, Angela doesn't stand a chance. Let's just no. put it that way. In an alternate ending, Angela still doesn't stand a chance. All right, Lon. Let's wrap it up with our WTF moment. You know what? After enlightening me, that entire scene was what the fuck now. So yeah, I'm going to have to go with with Angela sexually harassing a doctor, uh, a married one at that, um, while getting um, a breast exam. 
my god yeah, yeah that's, uh, that, that's that's definitely wtf that's that definitely a wtf moment for me too like i said i i don't think I'll, I'll be watching that episode again anytime soon because of that scene it's really uncomfortable to watch for me but yeah listeners let us know what your wtf moment is it might not be that maybe i'm wrong here maybe you feel i'm a bit too too sensitive to it but I don't know about y'all. Like, I just feel for that doctor, man. Like, I would hate to be in his shoes having to be serious, right? Talking about health, talking about appearances. And here she is trying to be like, how's my boobs? You're going to remember them. They haven't been touched for six months. You're making me blush. Like, holy shit. (laughs) Ah. Anyway. Cringe. (laughs) I know. Cringe. Super cringy, dude. Anyway. Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out a lot. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90dayfiancewtf. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Lon, where can we find you? All right. So not 90 day fiance related. You can catch me live streaming on Facebook live at italics plays. That's I I T A L I X P L A Y S. Um, or also on Instagram at italics I I T A L I X. Um, I do live streams every Friday and Saturday starting between nine and 10 Pacific time. And I stay up all night long this week. We will be playing resident evil village. So Mm. do stop by for that. If survival horror is your thing, or if you just want to see me scream like a little girl. (laughs) Hey, that's always fun. (laughs) Yeah. My audience (laughs) likes it. (laughs) Shout out to moms. It's going to be mother's day. this Weekend. So shout out to all the mothers out there. I guess it could have been Julia and Brendan's wedding date, but unfortunately, I don't think they got, the, <laughs> they got that date. Good memory. Um, yeah. And also, this month is the Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage uh, yes, Month. Yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. is. And Cinco de Mayo is coming. So, happy Cinco de Mayo to those celebrating that. It's a lot Star of uh, celebrations. Oh, yeah. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you.